0: Welcome! This is Andy Kesters, serving with Families Alive, and you are listening to DIY Biblical Parenting, where we encourage and equip you to do it yourself, parents. The Lord has given you an awesome calling to point your children to Christ. Well, I don't know about you, but I love reading to my kids, and I have often been guilty of falling asleep on my kids while reading to them. I love coming home uh, from work and getting to pick up some good books with them and starting to to read those. And as I'm reading, uh, I've been known to start to read more and more slowly. (laughs) And then uh, one of my kids, a lot of times my daughters, uh, will have the boldness to grab my chin and shake it a little bit to wake me up and say, Daddy, you're falling asleep. And sometimes even people in another room will hear that I'm starting to read more slowly and call out, Daddy, you're falling asleep, or my wife, Andy, you're falling asleep. And I've even been known to get some gentle little slaps on the side of my cheek to wake me up. I don't think I've ever really fallen all the way asleep, but, uh, definitely start to nod a little bit and read more and more slowly. <laughs> well, uh, that's common because, you know, we're tired at the end of the day uh, as parents Some up right, uh, but we still need to be entering into uh, pointing our kids to Christ. And sometimes at the end of the day we need a shot in the arm in pointing our kids to, to the Lord. Well, uh, reading great books, uh, solid biblically great books, be an awesome part of the picture of discipling our children. And not only is it good for our children, but really good books that we're reading with our kids, uh, they're good for us too because we uh, might learn some awesome stuff maybe that we didn't really notice in God's Word before, Uh, and we also at the very least will be reminded of some great truths about the Lord while we read to our kids. So this can be found in the children's Bible, reading through that with our kids. It can be a book that focuses on a truth about God or a single Bible story. And we'll get into some examples of those later. But, uh, you know, the main thing is, you know, finding some good, solid, biblical children's books. So what do I mean by that? Well, first of all, I guess there's three ways to break it down in general. There's other reasons too. but. First one, making sure that they're biblically grounded, okay? And and one of the biggest examples I can think of uh, is, say, take the the story of Noah's Ark, right? Well, I remember when our family took a trip to northern Kentucky, and we went to the Ark Encounter, and that's uh, put on, uh, it was built by that ministry Answers in Genesis, and they built you know, according to the specifications that the Bible has, uh, a life size replica of the Ark. And there's this one, as you're walking through the Ark and you're going through the different exhibits, there's this one little room that they have off to the side where they have all these examples of how the story of the flood and Noah's Ark are told in different children's Bible storybooks. And one of the things that you see in one how they compile these different stories is it often it's not told in a biblically accurate way many times in the story it it just shows these cute little pictures of this old man you know cartoon old man and he's just he built this boat and he's getting the animals and all the animals are cute and they're getting on the boat too and then they're you know the waters come and And then, you know, he sends out the dove. And so, you know, in the end, you you don't really get a sense for the real purpose of the whole flood coming and why Noah was getting all the animals on the boat in the first place. Now, you know, we understand that there's age appropriate things we can share with our kids. You know, we don't want to go into extreme detail about people drowning and, uh, you know, millions and millions of people dying, maybe, you know, depending on the age of our kid. But, at the very least, we want to give some sense of, man, sin was all over the world, and nobody was following after the Lord except for Noah and his family. And so, the Lord wanted to wipe all that out and and preserve this godly family. Um, I, I think it's appropriate for us to say that about the whole reason. So we wanna make sure that the, the books that we're reading to our kids are biblically grounded. They, they tell about the truth of what was happening and the main point of the story. Uh, second, it's good to find, especially a, a children's Bible story book, like a whole Bible trying to capture uh, most of scripture, is that the, that book ties together the entire salvation story of scripture. That is so important so that each story isn't just its own little snapshot, and they're all separate little stories, but that God is doing something across history, across His salvation plan, uh, through His people Israel and everything in the Old Testament pointing to Christ and Christ, you know the New Testament being the fulfillment of all that everybody was anticipating in the Old Testament. So there needs to be a tying together of the scriptures, of the stories, to point to Christ. It just doesn't help our kids when each little individual story just is just contained within itself. Like many, I mean, I remember reading those children's Bible storybooks as a kid and having them read to me. And then, even when I'd go and I'd teach Sunday school classes sometimes at, at church, And we'd read books uh, to the kids or a children's Bible storybook and so often it's just like okay this happened with Moses and this happened with David and Goliath and this happened with Solomon and and so you just got all these different separate little disconnected stories and they weren't tied together because scriptures tied together so it's so important that we find a book that's showing us the grand scheme that God is doing in his word to point his people to his son Jesus. Now the third aspect is kind of connected to that where we want to make sure that the stories that we're, we're reading through our kids doesn't focus so much on the individuals in the stories as though they're the main hero. So David and Goliath, um, David is not the main hero. Yes, Yes, his faith, his zeal, his trust in the Lord is to be commended. But ultimately, God is the one who gives him that faith. God is the one who gives him that zeal and that courage. And God is doing something very specific in his people at that time uh, to save them. Uh, it's a, another picture of just how he's working out in his people to redeem them. And so, the. If we're reading a bunch of stories that just make the people, the humans, the heroes, as if they're the ones that ultimately are making things happen, that just sends a a misleading message to our kids, especially if we just keep reading the same ones over and over and over and over and over again. We want to make sure that the, the stories that we're reading, the children's Bible storybooks, are making God the hero. So kind of connected back to that tying together all of scripture kind of thing, that this is God at work and he's doing the great things, what he's up to in the world at the time. So those are kind of three things to keep in mind when when looking for some solid stuff uh, to read to your kids. And I want to give you some examples that have been a gift to me and my family. Uh, First one is... um, resource that Families Alive has created called Words of Grace, and it's based off of the Ten Commandments. And so, you know, really seeing the commandments as a gracious gift from the Lord that bring life and flourishing to us, and also that point us to our Savior, because ultimately we can't keep the commandments, right? We need Jesus. Um, But that the commandments are a gracious gift. So, uh, Families Live has created a, a, a book where you can read through different stories that point you to examples of the commandments uh, and also uh, activity books that go along with these books that you can read through with your kids. And then that helps to reinforce what was read together. So I want to uh, recommend that to you, Words of Grace. Uh, next uh, is a book called Full Moon Rising and it's by uh, Christy Fluharty. And it's this great book about how the moon just brags and brags and brags on himself about how he's so bright and the light that's coming from him is so wonderful and glorious until he realizes that uh, he reflects the light of the sun. And so he's humbled and uh, there's, a, there's that message in there of You know, the great things that we do uh, are meant to reflect Christ, uh, and that we can't brag about how good we are and everything, but goodness comes from the Lord. So Full Moon Rising, great book to read to your kids, pictures are really cool. Next one is uh, The Garden, the Curtain, and the Cross. And when you talk about tying together scripture, this one does it in a great way, for sure. So it starts out, you know, in the garden, Adam and Eve, everything's great, fall comes, Um, Sin comes into the world. And so then, you know, they're locked out of the garden. They can't go in because of their sin. And then it goes to the curtain that is put up in the temple. Well, the curtain that's in the tabernacle and the temple that would separate God's people from God's presence because of their sin. And then each one of these things are saying, because of your sin, you can't go in. That's this neat little rhyme that they have throughout the book. And then ultimately the cross, breaks down the barrier between us and God. So Jesus paid the price for our sin on the cross and breaks down the curtain toward and two right? And so now, uh, yes, because of our sin we can't go in, but because of what Jesus has done, we get to be with God forever. And there's just really beautiful, colorful pictures in that book. Um, as far as a, a Bible storybook, I would definitely commend to you two in particular. There's others. There's other books, too, uh, of individual stories. But um, the Jesus Storybook Bible is one of our favorites. It's by Sally Lloyd-Jones. And it does a great job of tying all the stories of Scripture to pointing to Jesus. Uh, So that one is very, very intentional about doing that. Uh, So I would commend that to you, Jesus Storybook Bible. Also the Big Picture Bible Storybook That's by David Helm And That one, it is a big book. It's thicker. It's got big pages to it, big colorful pictures. So it's not only big picture in that way but it's also showing you the big picture of Scripture and it does an awesome job of connecting Old Testament to New Testament and just how God's at work. So Big Picture Bible Storybook by David Helm. Some publishers that have just consistently put out good stuff that I would just say, Hey, you go to their websites and you look for some good stuff. Um, First, go to familiesalive.org, great resources on there, like the Words of Grace that I told you about. Uh, Second of all, uh, New Growth Press is a great publisher, consistently putting out solid stuff for kids and parents. Also the Good Book Company, Uh, they're another one that I've come to trust and really haven't been disappointed uh, by the things that they put out. And then lastly, Crossway. They consistently um, are publishing great books for kids. Uh, All those publishers actually, uh, the stuff that they put out in general, whether it's kids or adults on a variety of subjects, uh, is all really solid stuff. So now you can go spend some money. (laughs) <laughs> to be able to read about the Lord to your kids though, right? Uh, so that's a good thing, good thing to spend your money on. And remember, it's just so easy, you know, hey let's read this together. And, and then your kids will ask questions, you know, they'll say, oh what about this? And then you can, you can be like, hey look at this, look, what is this saying about God right here? So you can use the reading of the book to launch into conversations with your kids and that they can be learning about the Lord and you can be reminded about how great the Lord is along with your kids, so a neat way to do it. Now, just remember, don't fall asleep reading to your kids, or you might get a little slap to the face, (laughs) which would be warranted, right? Um, But I pray that this was helpful, and may the Lord bless you in your efforts as you point your children to Him. And remember, be encouraged. You have the backing of the Lord in this. Thanks for listening to DIY Biblical Parenting.